0: Welcome to the OFX Podcast. I'm Dave Claxton, and this podcast is brought to you by Duonamic, creators of doorway pull-up systems. uh, Really awesome to use, so definitely check them out on Instagram, at Duonamic Tech, when you're looking at that. And along with me, as always, is the Maternal Metcon Maniac, Bethany McChesney, maternal, <laughs> and the maternal thing will make sense. There's a theme. There's a theme.
1: I got you. Yes. It makes sense.
0: <laughs> um, and we're going to get to our guest Lauren Weeks really quick. We're not going to waste too much time here today, but I did want to talk about uh, one of our local events that is not happening, Rugged Maniac in Kitchener. And um, so the deal is, I guess, Rugged Maniac usually happens in Kitchener every year. And I believe right now it's Canada's only Rugged Maniac event. And they have canceled, but they're kind of calling it a postpone. And they've moved it to September 3rd. And they've also moved locations to somewhere that's like about an hour and a half away. And quite frankly, a lot of people are pissed and kind mm-hmm. of irritably so. Um, yeah. yeah. That's what you think about.
1: <laughs> well, the frustrating parts of this are it was canceled or postponed two weeks before. And the reasoning is because of grounds maintenance, which doesn't really make any sense. So it's like, everyone's kind of settling into now things are happening. COVID is behind us. So we're not really planning on things actually being canceled for COVID anymore. And now they're talking about ground maintenance. So it's really confusing to me because I don't know why then this ground maintenance situation, they didn't know about it ahead of time or if it was really sprung on them in two weeks notice, then why couldn't they just start at the Monday after rugged? It just, I, it feels to me like they're not being completely transparent about the reason that they're postponing the event.
0: The thing is too, I mean, they've had it at the same location over and over and over again, same time of year, every year. It's like the last weekend in May and it's never been an issue. So I don't, like you say, I'm not sure everything's too being completely forward. And if it's, if it's the venue that canceled on them, I would think that there would be some recourse that Rugged would take, be able to take. And here's the thing, like no refunds for this. And normally like Rugged had to cancel over COVID and people were screaming for refunds. And I said, no, people don't be don't be silly. This is out of Rugged's hands. This is government canceling it. This is a pandemic. It's completely yeah. out of their control. This scenario though, not securing a location properly is in their control. And for this situation, I think, yeah, because you've changed venue locations, you've changed dates massively. Yeah. Allowing refunds on that one. And they say they can defer to 2023 because, again, there's only one or a different location. But I mean, a different venue. But like I said, that means a massive road trip somewhere because there's nothing mm-hmm. near. Yeah. But who's confident that there's going to be one in 2023?
1: Right. And I think doing this again now for the third year in a row is really going to cause some l- loss of faith of the company too. Um, it just, it looks really bad on them. And it's it was hard enough this year to get people even interested just because of things canceling the last two years. And then this is a uh, pretty big sting.
0: Yeah. And coincidentally on the same day, and we didn't want to talk about this, Mud Hero had an event slated that got canceled as well and all this stuff does not look really good for the kind of smaller independent OCRs in, in Canada. Like it's not going well. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's ticket sales or what's going on, but it is a bit scary. Um, there's an article written uh, in CTV news and a gym called, I'm just going to want to lecture. I think the gym in Cambridge called proactive training had about a hundred members that were going to go to rugged and uh, obviously now um you know 100 participants it's a lot of money for rugged that they got there but these people all are not going to get their money back who knows how many would be able to do the other event um you know despite the fact rugged saying oh it's a great new venue we're doing this to give you a better product and i'm, I'm, I'm sorry but that just, just but there's
1: so crazy. many factors and the location they had was a great product and Where we are, and there's just not OCR races in Southern Ontario, but the population is so dense here that that was one of the only races that were really drivable. It is the only race that's drivable to me in where I don't have to stay over. And yeah, so and in 2019, I had 45 people from my small gym in my small town go 45 people. And with the gym scene too, you're spending months getting ready for it. And um, it's tough enough getting people back to the gym and motivated to get them to sign up for something. And then it being canceled and then moved location. So now people might have to start looking at places to stay if they're going to go and it just changes the whole trip.
0: Yeah, it's um it's a bad deal. It sucks. And uh, I hate to start on a sad note like that or a note where we're mm. you know put off by that, especially because we want more races, not less. Um, but yeah, check out that article um by, C- by CTV. Um and the actually the gym proactive proactive training, they've decided they are going to host their own little event on the same day to give their members something to do. And now I'm sure it's not gonna be a full OCR, but you nice. know. At least they're they're trying, right? They're given trying to give their members what they can, and uh, I definitely feel for them. And who knows? Maybe I'll go check it out. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, hopefully brighter news on the horizon, um, and well, things will pick up and get better, and we'll be at some some good races. I mean, you got Ottawa Spartan coming up uh, next week yeah. this weekend, so that'll be mm-hmm. something. Uh, are you going to that one?
1: No, I'm not. I'm going to I'm set this
0: either. one out. I'm not either. I just work and just. New job location, just too much work. But anyway, so like I said, we were going to be quick, and now uh, if you don't know uh, Lauren Weeks, I'm stunned you're listening to this. Um, and we are to, to Lauren, talk a lot about her uh, completing competing at Harrocks World Championship while eight months pregnant, and just probably one of the most amazing stories of the year. So here we go, Lauren Weeks. So Miss Lauren Weeks been doing anything interesting have i
2: been doing anything interesting yeah honestly like <laughs> very few things interesting to be honest it's been a lot of school um it has been my life recently
0: um so did you intentionally mean to like shame every other mother on the planet
2: i don't think i did at oh, least i hope i didn't
0: bethany cried uh,
2: <laughs> she did not <laughs>
1: I did. I have a couple clients who are pregnant and who follow the High Rocks community and they were like, what the hell, Lauren Weeks, and they're like three or four months pregnant and they're all like, I'm not even doing the workouts that I was doing three weeks ago.
2: (laughs) Neither, Neither am I. Like, my workouts are definitely very different. Yeah,
1: but to still, to come out and do what you did, I think... It set a, a standard for pregnant women that most women will never, ever, ever come close to. Um,
2: well, I mean, I appreciate that, but um, like in terms of like like daily workout standards into what, what I used to do versus what I'm doing now it is very drastically different. Um, and I think just like fitness, I had been able to carry over, allowed me to get through that race.
1: Yeah. Do you still then, do you still follow a structured program or do you more now just wake up and decide how you feel that day?
2: I never really followed a structured program. Um, Not in like the more recent years, at least it's, it's been more off of like how I feel ever since like Hyrax has been a part of my life. It was, it was very structured when I was more into CrossFit um, and I followed a program then, but since Hyrax is so new, it's kind of, um I've had to play around with like what works best and like figuring out programming on my own and and so it's been more of a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis ever since like I kind of switched sports.
0: So just so we can catch up for people (laughs) um if you don't know and I don't know why you wouldn't know because if you're listening to this you really should know Lauren is how far pregnant let's how how far along were you at high?
2: Um, I was 31 weeks then, and now I'm a little over 32 weeks.
0: Okay, so 31 weeks into pregnancy, competed in High Rocks World Championship, and really didn't do half bad. What what did? did What was your? I think your final time was like a 10 or 113 or something like that.
2: 113, yeah.
0: Yeah, 113, which in some events is good enough to win.
2: Very few, but yes, in some of them. some of them, it's good enough
0: to win. (laughs) Don't cut yourself short. And um,
2: And ninth overall? Ninth overall. Like, by the skin of my teeth. Like, I passed somebody in the wall balls. (laughs) I think I was running in tenth, like, the majority of the race. And then it was just in the wall balls that I was able to pass by uh, Camilla.
0: Before we get too into like the actual race itself, I think the best part of the race for me was the fact that you decided what you needed to do was lead the beginning (laughs) and just come out. People
2: asked me too, like if I, if I had planned on uh, going out hard and I said, I mean, I do because like, I have absolutely no idea, like how hard I can run, what I can sustain. So, um, I'd rather just like feel that and then kind of taper off in the back end versus Um, like go out super, super conservative um, because I'm not going to want to push in the back end. So I'd rather just kind of like feel what my body can do and then make a decision off of that.
0: And actually there's one other thing we should do to get some stupidness out of the way. And this is actual stupidness. Um, Precaution. Some people were a little taken back that you were doing this and that, you know, is this dangerous? Is this good for the baby? Is this health safe for you? Maybe you could just lay out precautions and just how. I mean, obviously, how seriously you took this and how careful you were.
2: Um, So I have. I mean, I've been in close contact with my physician. Like we've had. I mean, every everyone who's pregnant has multiple um, appointments, but with them, like I've laid out kind of things that I've been doing and uh, what I wanted to do with something coming up. So that that one was probably my. I'm going to assume that was my last one until for very uh, for a long time, at least, until I'm cleared afterwards to then go again, which um, actually has been more of the conversation with her. So she's very much all right with me continuing to work up all the way up until that due date. And then it's um, more after. So the postpartum that she wants me to take some time off, which I'm not super thrilled about, but that's like more her like, standing point like you need to back off afterwards and let yourself recover um, but I did ha- I did wear a heart rate monitor um I mean even more the one that projected it on the screen for everybody to watch so um, everybody could see where my heart rate was and I was able to kind of keep tabs on it um, I went back and checked and it stayed at my average was a 132 actually oh, wow. um which That's is two yeah which is significantly lower than like what I even work out at so like even workouts that I can do here in my garage like that um uh, at least the effort there granted like there was some before time because so I don't like to press it as they're saying three two one go um and then maybe a little bit of lag time after so it's not 100 percent accurate but pretty close
1: did she give you a number then for your heart rate don't let it go above this number
2: No, her main concern was like, if you feel dizzy um, or like something feels wrong or off, like you have to pull yourself out. So like, that was the big one. Like if you start feeling like dizzy or lightheaded, like you have to walk off. Um, That was her big kind of standing ground, but she didn't give me a number for the heart rate. Um, She didn't give me, I think um, I heard like, I know people talked about temperature I wasn't given. I don't know how I would have monitored my temperature anyway, but I wasn't given like a temperature to not go over. Um, She did talk early on in the pregnancy that I had to be careful to not overheat, which is why I've skipped things like going to Abu Dhabi and um, big reason why I didn't go to Jacksonville um, for the Go Rock games. Well, overheating one and then two, we had no idea what the events were. So uh, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't confidently go thinking that I would be safe going there. So there've been a couple of things here and there that I have had to pull out of. Um, but the big thing for her was like dizziness and um she's actually way more concerned about the the after recovery than she is leading up to the birth.
0: I couldn't uh and I thought about this actually after Jacksonville because I knew you didn't go for that reason but um just thinking in the end, you know, if you made it to the final four and then I'm going, "Okay, let's wrestle."
2: I think um, I would have been, like, super lucky to have made it to that final four, yeah. but if they did say to wrestle, like, I wouldn't have even, no. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like, that's a definitely a, a no-go. Um, I would have not pregnant, loved the beach run, uh, but I think that actually... have been something that I wouldn't have been allowed to do just because of like the heat factor. I think that would have been too dangerous.
1: Well and even having the rock on you the whole time would definitely contribute to overheating.
2: Yeah so I I watched as much of it as I could. I had some FOMO uh, but it was definitely the right decision to not go to that one this year.
1: So did you get a lot of negative comments and feedback from people?
2: not to me personally um so if they're uh like i've had nothing but positive um from comments like through social media i've had nothing like while we were there um was a really cool experience being there like because you're surrounded by these stands and like granted i am nowhere near the front but like people are screaming their heads off because Mm -hmm. i'm there with like a stomach just going through the event and then like you'd run by them and people are cheering and it was it was a really incredible experience um but I don't know I haven't gotten to watch um the video that ORM did and I think Dave was commentating it right
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: I I didn't get to see that so I don't know if there were any negative comments there so you could uh, update me
0: I don't don't know. I don't don't think there were. I didn't see any comments. Most of the negative comments were about the bad camera work and the the glitchiness of it, which, you know, it was bad. But um, Bracken, when we started. But you
2: didn't do the camera work. So that's not you.
0: I just talk. You just talk. (laughs) Um, Bracken addressed it right off the beginning that there were precautions put in place that you were doing things properly and everything like that. So we we put that out there immediately before the race started. And uh, I think because that he did that, and was ahead of it that kind of eliminated all questions and any negativity and I haven't heard any negative comments I just you hear whispers about oh my was that safe and not so much a negative comment more of a you know a curiosity to you know the safety because it's I mean it's not something somebody does very often right like it's if it was it wouldn't be so freaking amazing like Mm -hmm. you know we wouldn't it's hard
2: to get the opportunity to do something like that so I had the opportunity and I did want to to take it but um but I mean, that's also one other, like another thing, like I've talked with my doctor and I'm sure other people have talked with theirs. I'm not allowed to just start doing something that I've never done. Yeah. Um, you you can only stay with the things that you've already been doing. So if I had never run before, like I'm not supposed to start running when I'm pregnant. Um, if I have like not great experience mountain biking, which I don't, and I've done it a couple of times, um, even though we have mountain bikes at the house, I haven't been going out mountain biking because i'm not very good at it <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so i was allowed to continue doing the things that i've already been doing but um a big part of it was i'm not allowed to do anything that i haven't done before
1: mm-hmm. i think uh, things have shifted so much in the last 10 years i had my kids are coming up to 11 and 9 so 10 years ago um you didn't really see this at all there's been such a big shift and I don't know whether it's seeing it more in sports like the CrossFit community's been really big too for like women who've been pregnant and they've worked out through it and um we seen too with like in the U.S. Olympic trials um Uh, an 800 meter runner she did the Olympic trials pregnant and that wasn't really happening as much 10 years ago when I was having kids and I definitely had some experiences where people were completely appalled that I was running when I was pregnant I actually had someone I was doing um, I was just finishing a workout and I was doing strides on the track and I was only maybe four months pregnant and I had a woman run out on the track and grab me what? And, yeah. And started yelling at me about how dangerous it was. And I was going to hurt my baby and a, a stranger, relative stranger. Yeah. And I had someone in a gym once when I was fe- like very pregnant, probably nine months pregnant. And he was like, you shouldn't be doing this. And he was a personal trainer actually. And then he told me that I needed to go speak to him after to get proper advice.
2: <laughs> now I'm curious, like where they got their information from, which probably, I mean, I know, like, you're much younger than my parents, like, you're my age, but, um, like, I know, like, they were probably told from their doctors, like, certain things that they can't do, but, um, I mean, everything has gotten a lot more progressive since then. Um, Well,
1: and I think one of the biggest things, too, with the misinformation is you don't run studies, really, on pregnant women too much, so we don't really test, like, at what limit are you harming your child, because you're not going to ever go to that. So it's all out of speculation. Um, and I was involved in a study at the Retirement Research Associate, the the Pregnant Research Association at the Western University in London, and um, and they did a lot of the work postpartum actually in the research because it was so hard to find women who actually trained through their pregnancy and worked out, and they were and they did a lot of studies also on my son. Um, And he was around six weeks at the time and a lot of his biomarkers were just off the chart and they said it's just so telltale of a woman who exercises during pregnancy. And it was so interesting to hear because then I thought why are Are we not then promoting it even more for women to actually keep working out like and I worked out. Um, like you said, like I would do everything that I did before. So I was still doing track workouts as long as I could just monitoring everything. And like I was in the gym and they were just like so amazed at like the, the differences in, in my six week old in comparison to women that didn't work out.
2: That's super. So were you a participant in the study or were you also like on the science side? Were you I was a participant yeah participant.
1: I was at that that was my the university I went to so I knew about it and I wanted to be involved in this oh my there goes my camera so I wanted to be involved in the studies after um yeah and they did VO 2 tests on me and um all these different tests on my son as well so it was just it was really interesting to be a part of I want to go. that is wa- very interesting
0: I want to go back for one second just to, to speak to the people that grabbed you and and talked to you if you see a pregnant woman doing something healthy shut the fuck up and leave them alone right
1: leave them alone basically yeah
0: maybe if you see a pregnant woman in the bar smoking cigarettes and chugging (laughs) vodka you might want to say hey is that the best choice and even still probably still shut the fuck up
1: yeah they're
0: exercising they don't need your advice they probably know more than you
1: i was so taken back so this was also when i lived in dubai and so you're also bringing in this mix of people from very different cultures um and that's also a really big difference is where people come from and their culture and how they feel about pregnancy is quite different so that could have been a factor also Um, her background so I don't know but it was my first real experience where I felt like people are going to shame me for doing things that are healthy that I think are totally safe and uh, yeah I was I was a little bit shocked so when I then when I see you doing something like that I was like wow we have come a long way then from 10 years ago and how people I was treated when I was pregnant
2: and, and I'll even say, like, I wasn't so sure to begin with whether or not I would be allowed to do certain things. So, like, in, like, multiple appointments leading up into this point, like, I've asked, like, so am I allowed to do this? Like, and it would be just different, just different types of things. It's like, because I've read, and it's not current research, but I've read things that told me that I shouldn't be doing this. And she'd be like, no, 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 like, you, like, I want you to keep strength training. Like, I want you to keep... Yeah working on your core, like I want, I, you'll have a healthier pregnancy and you'll feel better afterwards. Like you'll recover faster. Cause I was under like, especially even core work. I thought that was like a big thing. Like you shouldn't be doing core work when you're pregnant. So I was, um, like I went into, it was like, so I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. And, and she's like, no, like you can keep doing core work. Like you will, you will have an easier labor if you continue doing it. Like there are certain things that Uh, maybe you should avoid. And if something hurts, don't do that, but don't like eliminate strength work. Don't eliminate core work. Um, but I was ready to give it up because of everything I had read. Um, granted they were older research. Um, I just thought I wasn't supposed to.
0: It only makes Um, sense to me that the healthier and stronger you are is the better off you're going to be right. Like it just seems logical.
2: And it does, but uh, like, I, like I was just going off of things that I had found and researched on myself online. And, um, but I did want to ask about, and when I asked, she's like, no, like, you can keep doing strength work. You can keep doing core work. Um, some of the things like core things that I've given up for like hollow body positions, because those aren't like, I've, those are not comfortable. So I won't do anything that's in that. But those other types of core things. And anytime you squat or you load weight to yourself, like it's still, you're using your core a lot which is why I had asked about the shrink
0: stuff. I mean, like I said, it just seems it's, and it's also very good that you have a seemingly a much more current doctor and not somebody who maybe is stuck in the past and like, you know, the, who, who maybe has a, those old ideals that we're dealing with and that we're trying to figure out you know why, why they're still there. So that's good that you have the right doctor. I mean, I'm sure that played a big part in you doing what you did.
2: No, and I, I very much appreciate that, too. I think um, most of the women she's worked with before have been runners. And um, I mean, I've never been a pure runner in my life. So I am, like, slightly different than some of the other women that she's, uh, that she's worked with. But uh, she's been very accommodating. She's listened and, like, learned about the things that I do and want to do and kind of guided me through it.
0: One of the questions i had about you doing the high rocks in vegas was and i mean on a regular let's say you weren't pregnant i'm assuming you're going into this race to win you're going to be world champion that's what you're you're driving for right on a if you weren't pregnant at the time i'm sure that would, would have been your a goal
2: i would be fighting for the best place i could get and it and yeah. like with new people coming in it's hard to tell like um i had no idea what miriam was gonna do i think she's I think she's a, a big contender and I think she has a lot more room to grow. Um, so I'd like to see what she does in the next year too.
0: Yeah, I was the same. I said, if she's within 21 wall, 20 wall balls of whoever is in front of her at the end, you're in a lot of trouble. But, yeah, um, and
2: it doesn't even matter who it is. No, no. I mean, we have a lot of strong people in the sport, but she is by far the strongest athlete like that has come into the sport.
0: So really my question about it was, going into this one did you get a little time even during the event to step back a bit more kind of out of body and just take in the atmosphere and like you say what's what's going on and people cheering for you and the way they had it set up running by and people like high-fiving as you go by was were you able to take that in a bit more
2: definitely because my um like, especially my burpees were so much slower. <laughs> uh, so I had lots of time to, and and that's when you're surrounded by people. I had lots of time to take that in. And um, and like every time I would stand up to go jump again, like people would be screaming. So it was, um, it was, it was everything I could do to like not stop at every single one and like wave to people because they're all so excited that I'm about to do another burpee. <laughs>
0: Well, it was, it was something to watch. And I mean, the way they set it up this time, I mean, I thought it was great. Yes. I don't think it was conducive to faster times, but it was, it really looked from a viewing experience in person. It looked, it looked so much better than normal. Like you were able to follow it so much more as a spectator. And I hope, I hope that's something they stick with for, for the big races. I Um, think
2: like for viewing pleasure, it should like, the championship race should be like that. And it doesn't matter if, if you're not gonna see the fastest times because like people wanna see the race. So I will say I request that they space those ergs out further next time. Um,
0: some of them were way too close. The knuckle busting?
2: Um, Viola and I, and I feel bad cause like she's actually trying to podium and uh, every, like I, so Rebecca was on one side of me and Viola was on the other. Rebecca Skierg was far enough away that I never hit her, but every single pull down, Viola and I were like hitting each other, and sometimes they would like get tangled, which for me is not like a huge deal because like I I know like I'm not gonna be doing super well in this event, but for Viola like she's she's trying to win, she's trying to podium, like, and that it was everything I could do to try and keep my arms in, but we still kind of hit. Because some of them were far enough which means some people might not have had to deal with that um i know viola did
0: and oh, that, that's gotta suck too that would be i know i know that would be hard like heartbreaking for you because i mean that you know one viola is really nice yeah. <laughs> two you don't want to you don't want to you know,
2: i don't have... want to ruin her race because we're like our strings are getting tangled um
0: well, luckily she had something else ruin her race anyway so
2: yeah I know. <laughs> an extra lap I, um, I was there when she went in for her, uh, to like go in after she had done the extra lap and they let Anthony, um, be on the course just to kind of like monitor me as well. Like I said, it should have added that in earlier. Um, (laughs) and, and he told her as she was coming in for her lap, and I still had another one to go. Um, he's like, you know, you ran an extra lap and like, you could hear the disappointment in her voice. She's like, I know, like, she was like pretty upset about it, even in that moment.
0: Um that's tough and I mean to come all that way and to you know to to be there and I I mean if you take away that lap I figure she would have been fighting for that for that third spot on the podium too you know she
2: would have had more reason to fight like if you're that close like you're gonna put more effort in where I think she was kind of where she like after that I think she lost a little bit of fight
0: well yeah how could you not right good news Beth's back I
2: know (laughs) Switch laptop, sorry. Oh, Hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> I'm uh, rotating myself a little bit from the sun. But. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so let's talk about how you felt through the whole thing, right? So you went out, like we said, you went out hot, which was really cool and very entertaining to start, which probably was the part that pissed me off most about the broadcast was that the camera was so glitchy then and i'm like lauren's out here i could see it a little better than what was on youtube and i'm like she's out here killing it taking right off and it was just great to watch so how did you feel going through it did you know did you i mean you obviously with a 132 heart rate you backed off normally but how long did you give it or how hard were you how much effort were you putting forth
2: um, so I, I did take out the first run, and then as soon as I got to the skier, it was when I, like, I immediately backed off. Um, like, one, the skier jacks my heart rate up, like, probably more than anything, so I usually back off there. Um, and so I was going to take that one slower no matter what. And then I, I don't know if this will stay in the episode, but, like, I mentioned that Viola and I kept getting tangled, which for me is not as big of a deal because I won't be fighting for a podium, but for Viola, it is a very big deal because I'm sure that, messed with her her time and her mentality as well um and then like after that it was just like okay I'm gonna manage my effort like I know now where like what's going to be comfortable going through the rest of the race um and how I can stay kind of in control first sorry that's the dog underneath me <laughs> moving it uh how I can stay in control um and not kind of like go too far into a high heart rate or I didn't want to, I didn't want to get to a point where I was so dizzy that I wasn't going to be able to, to, to like, at least keep going. Um, I knew that that was a, it was a possibility. Like there's definitely a high chance of that. So I just tried to taper back where I, where I knew I would jack my heart rate up the most, which was going to be right there in that ski erg, which I don't know if that's for everybody, but for me, like that's the station where, like, it just, it can get really out of control.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've only used a skier once and actually felt fine. <laughs> no. One time. Did, did the deck is strong. Only time I've ever used the thing. No.
2: Um, and then as for the runs, like, they're, they're not comfortable. Like, I, I still enjoy running. I'll, I'll still go out and run as many days as I can. Um, but it's definitely not, like, a comfortable feeling. So when I'm out there and it's just, uh, I don't even know how to explain it because I wouldn't say it necessarily bounces because you're, for those, for those of you males and for those of you females who haven't been pregnant yet, um, guys, you probably won't ever feel this, but it's not like a, it's not a soft, like um, sort of bouncy. It doesn't give, it's a very, it's hard. It's like a hard object attached to the front of you um and that and I don't like I don't know how to explain it any better than that it's just like this this hard mass in front of you as you're trying to run and like you're figuring out counterbalance and um I don't know it's just uh it's definitely something different so running's not super comfortable um did you find
1: um, I used to wear a band mm -hmm. that wrapped under the base of it and it always it was like someone was
2: holding it and then it felt a lot better I haven't tried that. Um, if you have a recommendation of a brand, I will try it too late for the race, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it doesn't like, it doesn't bounce up and down. It's just like solid and it, and it's in the way of a lot of things. So, Mm -hmm. um, like I can't put my shoes on normally, or I can't tie them normally. I have to like move my foot to a different spot or like changing laundry over or picking something up. I have to like get into a sumo position because it, it just doesn't get out of the way; it stays there. This <laughs> has been very there, interesting to learn, like the like, weird things that I have to change.
0: Pregnancy mm. mechanics.
2: Yeah, pregnancy <laughs> mechanics.
0: Was there any, like, and speaking of that, was there any other stations that that you had to adjust? Yeah. Definitely the burpees. Yeah, move around, get out of that sun
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like the burpees, you had to do the burpees differently, and we were told that you were given maybe different standards for your burpees too.
2: Um, so I looked up the standards and then I went to Mintra. I was like, so the standards say like your chest has to touch the ground um, and you have to jump with two feet forwards. So I asked her and I showed her, I was like, so I can get my chest to touch the ground, um, but I'm going to keep my knees down so that my stomach doesn't touch. Is this going to be okay? She's like, well, technically that's standards. So yeah, you can do that. I was like, okay, well then this is what I'm going to do. Um, but like, it's different than what I would, like, the Burpee station is actually, um, my favorite station, which most people probably hate that station, but, um, it's usually my best station where I can make up a lot of ground. And, uh, I was the slowest person this time on that station, um, out of all of us that went through it. So I added two and a half minutes, I think, just right there. Um, And it was, I mean, my jump's probably not as far. Um, I'm being much more cautious uh, going down, where I would usually just like probably slam my body down and then, and then worm up and go. And uh, I don't get to worm up anymore. I don't get to slam my body down. And I have to do like an actual push up with the burpee because if I, if I worm, then now I'm on my stomach. So, um, but that actually wasn't even. Like that's not an uncomfortable station. It's just a slow one. Uh, rowing is not comfortable, so that one was probably my least favorite station, even though like it wasn't. I didn't add as much time there as I did on some other stations.
0: I never even thought about that. The the mass in the front and trying to get the knees bent and get close and yeah. get a full length for a stride stroke would be difficult.
2: Yeah. So, uh, rowing is not currently my best friend. I can I can do it. I just I don't enjoy it.
0: <laughs> yeah um the sleds right there was a bit of controversy about the sleds so I might as well ask you how you feel about it so from my understanding uh they said the sleds were the same overall weight but that they removed a plate so did you find them but yet it seemed like the sled times on average were quite a bit quicker than normal for north american sled times how did the how did the whole thing go with you what, what was your kind of take?
2: so um <laughs> sorry <laughs> um nobody told us like it wasn't announced in any of our briefings that the sled weights were not going to have the same amount of plates on them um i was unaware that that was somehow some of the guys knew i've listened to some of the podcasts and some of the guys knew before they were going to race that it was one less plate maybe they're, they're just more observant than i am because I didn't notice until after the race was over. Somebody came up and and asked me. They're like, "So, how come you guys had one less plate than usual?" I was like, "I didn't even know that we had one less plate than usual." Um, and then we like we went back at like pictures and videos and looked, and they were right. It was one less plate than usual. Um, for me, it didn't feel any less heavy. But again. Um, everything feels heavy right now so I'm not the person to ask on like whether or not it was easier I would would ask somebody that's probably in their normal shape um but how I how I feel about it I don't like that there was one less plate um I don't think I don't if maybe it was the same weight and if it is like I can I can say that's fine but um it it could change the race and people didn't know that and for somebody like Miriam coming over who that's going to be a big strength for her um I don't know that's not fair like it's a standardized race like we're supposed to have like it's anything I've ever done it's always the weight added to the sled look like I've always been told the sled weighs nothing it's always the, what's added to the sled is what the race is so um I don't know if I were Miriam, I'd be pretty upset because like that should have been a really good station for her where she gets to like blow people out of the water and um, losing 55 pounds is a big deal. Mm -hmm.
0: I thought it was, and I mean, for me, it was the one bad thing from the whole weekend. They did so good on everything else, but I still can't buy that even if they changed the sled to a different sled. I've never seen one, you know, exercise sled weigh fifty five pounds more than another exercise sled. So that's where I, I kind of was like, that that doesn't make sense to me. That it's like that. I mean, I was not there. So it's difficult. It's
2: hard because, like, I adore that whole staff. Like, they they work so hard. Like, they try and make everything as perfect for like their I don't know if you want to call them their members for their participants, like for the community, like they want to make it a good, a beautiful and exciting and enjoyable event for everybody there that's coming. Um, So it was just hard to like have that that one thing. And I didn't even know about it until after (laughs) Uh, to be like, cause it's a standard. I just want standards to be followed to how they're supposed to be. Like if you're doing wall balls, go below parallel. If the sled's supposed to be a certain weight, like do the certain way. Um, and it's the rules. So I don't know.
0: The judging did seem on point. The judging did seem really good with walls. And, and to be honest, I don't think I saw a single person that deserved a no rep, but you know, in considering some of the stuff I saw from New York, and then, and then this, it was just, it seemed like the judging was really well done this time. It just, like I said, everything seemed really good, except for that sled thing. And it really ticked me off that they had they were so close to this great event the the ambiance the 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 whole spectacle of it was great and then that just that one thing I'm like ah.
2: right and I don't even know if I deserve to be upset about it cuz like I wasn't fighting for anything but um I just find find it not fair and I and I know that like some speculation was to help the like the Europeans and and I don't even think that's true because I actually think uh, like some of the Europeans would have done better with a heavier sled. Like Alexander probably would have done, I mean, maybe not beat Brian Kent, but I think like he would have spaced him out even more from fourth place. Like if the sled was heavier, like Miriam could have done better if the sled was heavier. And so I don't even think it was like an American
0: no. versus European kind of thing. That's the whole conspiracy thing. Right there. And I don't mind any of that. I'm sure they had their their reasons for doing what they did like they wanted to make I'm sure they had the best intentions for doing it I just thought it shouldn't have been done at that time
2: yeah Um, or at least like tell us so that we're aware like that would have been nice too so that people knew and then you could go in saying like hey this is why it's done the sled is significantly heavier than it usually is so we're going to take a plate off um and then maybe just kind of nip it in the butt before it starts yeah um but, the, but because that didn't happen, now there's all the talk about it, where I feel like if it had been talked about before, it could have been
1: uh, well, And It might have changed some people's race strategies also coming into yeah. that station. Like some people, well, I mean, you really hold back before you hit the sled. So
2: knowing it's a bit lighter, maybe you wouldn't have, I don't know. I probably would have still held back, but some people might not have. Like, yeah, you're right. It could have changed their strategy. Um,
0: some people already get it in their head on the sled, I'm gonna push halfway, rest, go the rest of the way. Like that's their rest point. And if the sled's lighter, maybe they don't have to take that rest point. But- And they
2: can keep going.
0: That's right, yeah. So, I mean, you're right. I think Beth is right that you could have affected some people's strategy. I mean, yeah. if and buts, right? Who knows? Yeah. The one thing too, that going forward, and I mean, I don't know if you'll be participating in 2023 or what the deal was, we'll, we'll let that, the future bring what it does do you think that maybe they will implement or should implement a different qualifications system for worlds?
2: I don't know if they're going to, because I, um, I think that that would be a lot of, it would be a lot of talking and conversing and figuring out. And I don't know if they're going to, should they, I would like to see something different because like, Chris obviously deserved to be there. And she (laughs) didn't like, if all these girls accepted their invitation, like she wouldn't have gotten to go, which I don't think is fair because like she 100% proved that she deserved to be there. So yeah, I would like to see that changed. Um, I don't know if, I have a hard time seeing it being changed this year, Maybe maybe another two or three years down the future.
0: I would, I would like to see it where they put more of a relevance on, say, like the you know, North American Championship, where you qualify to run the North American Championship, and then the people from the North American Championship, how they do there, places them into the world, and then perhaps a couple of wild cards after that, time-wise after that. But that way, it really also makes a bigger event out of your regional championships.
2: I think that's a great idea. Because then you're at least getting, like, say they give top five to both. Yeah. Now you're at least getting five Americans, five Europeans, or or depending on how the sport blows up, like, mm-hmm. maybe it gets bigger in a certain country. Maybe the UK has the most amount of participants. So maybe they get five all to their own. Um, like, maybe do it participant-based. Um, and then five, if they're doing, if they're sticking with the 15, like, five wild cards after that, Yeah. Um, I think would be... A really great idea i so don't know the timeline for their schedule yet either like i don't know if they announced when any of their championships are going to be
0: i don't think so as of yet and they haven't announced for worlds yet rumor that i'm hearing for worlds is uh manchester
2: i asked one of the co-owners and that's what he told me that it is manchester but i didn't i you didn't hear when it's going to be started
0: lauren what <laughs> that's how rumors get started
2: i mean if i ask a co-owner i feel like that's pretty like pretty set um so yeah i i think it it will like 95 percent. it's going to be in manchester which is a cool i mean that's a cool place to want to go visit
0: I, I think it's spectacular because uh-huh. they are getting great crowds out of the uk yeah massive turnout and i think i think holding it there is is a smart idea
2: Um, and i don't know i would assume because i think they want their championships to be in may like i think they want that to be a continual thing and just because of j- just different things that have gone on with covid that it's been all over the place so i would guess that that's going to be in may um i'm curious when like the european and the u.s championships would be though
0: well when was it this year it was um in february
2: Jan- january january or february 20. january mm-hmm. end of january maybe it was chicago right was chicago this year january um but it looks like all the ones they've announced so far are before the new year so like before 2023 so i don't know if they would wait until after to kind of say one would be
0: well like i said i think i think manchester would be great um i know they haven't announced they were talking 40 events this year so hopefully we do get a few more in north america um, and it looks like they're going back to some of the old reliables, Chicago and Boston and New York. And it just will be interesting to see if they come with some new places, maybe like something like in Atlanta, or, you know, I'm sure they'll be back to Dallas, maybe Toronto. <laughs>
2: uh, have you heard if they're going to go into Canada this year?
0: No, I have not heard. Um, honestly, I don't think they will. Um, I think. When that will happen is when maybe we get a few more Canadians making the trip south to be in them. Because I mean, like, even, and I've said this before, I wanted to put like a top 10 Canadian time list together, and I don't even know that there's enough to do it. So it's, yeah, I think maybe if, if Canadians show a little more interest and travel a bit more for it, then they would think, I mean, they, they had Toronto on the schedule that one time, and then it went away and turned into New York. And uh, I don't know if it'll come back right away or not. I hope so because I think it would do well. I mean, you put it in Toronto, it's going to draw.
1: It's really just—I mean, COVID. We only had the a couple in North America, and then we got shut down and couldn't cross the border. So it's not really the fault of Canadians not being interested
2: and then maybe if they could like spark more interest by sending um like some of the representatives over for it to do like the pft and some of the gyms just like make awareness of it before yeah putting event in like if they go from now until the fall like to different gyms doing the pft and then announce like january february that there's one in canada people Mm -hmm. would be aware of it
0: yeah and especially i mean you're talking to the toronto area what you're dealing with uh. A, a, a population of like six million, something in that neck of the woods, right? So I mean, the people are there, and they like, yeah. Toronto likes big time events. That's they're 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 into that. So it would it, it would go over well. I'm pretty sure that I I wouldn't I would think they'd even sell it out. But yeah, that's right. We we weren't able to go. Right there was the first one in Chicago that Bethany went to, and then after that, it's been almost impossible or super expensive for us. Yeah. To the Mark. other
2: ones. and uh, traveling now is getting even more expensive too like i've looked into not that i'm allowed to fly right now but um i've looked into different flights here and there and they're way more expensive than they were even just a couple months ago yeah
0: flights for us are always crazy expensive our flights are always any but even still you you know i'm king of the road trips even now with gas is just jacked through the roof so even more expensive then so it's tricky, it's tricky. But hopefully I would, you know, I would still say one in Toronto will be worth it. I think the U.S. Championship, I wouldn't be surprised if they went back to Chicago with it because it was successful there. And they've got such a good setup, so who knows.
2: Do you think we're gonna... Hi buddy, oh. you're good one. Uh, do you think we'll see another company uh, show up? Like we have Pyrox, we have DECA. Do you think that we'll be seeing another one coming down?
0: You're getting, I don't think you'll see anything as as big like invested, but you're getting other things. Um, have you ever heard of uh City Challenge?
2: I have not. I don't the know. City Challenge is.
0: Is, is an OCR race and they, they do it in the cities. They have made their own um like City Fit, I think it's called, um, version essentially of DECA where you do it's done like a deck of strong in a gym and they so they have started i think they've had two or three events they've started hosting them with something actually we meaning to talk about eventually but haven't got around to it so yeah they've started doing something like so i think you're going to see stuff like that pop up here and there um will someone come out with a big big one i don't know that's you need a lot of capital and and you really gotta you know gotta grow it but i mean there's i i kind of hope someone some people would because there's a lot of things and when you do discuss it with us so that we can help you <laughs> because there's some things that i think would would make for a better event right especially when you're staying with the high rocks or Deck, it's the same every time like there's things that i would definitely have changed about both of them from the beginning and it'd be nice to see i still say f- for and have from day one that these things should be run uh, either 400 or 800 meters so that every track out there is available and it's consistent Jeez. and it's 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 the same right I, to me yeah. that seemed like a no-brainer right off the start but nobody nobody agreed,
2: <laughs> nobody, agreed.
0: <laughs> nobody agreed so i don't i don't know what do you think beth do you think that anybody else will come out, out with one
1: i haven't seen anything in the works but like even things like rx1 where it's so similar but the workouts themselves change more frequently like that type of thing is more likely to pop up than the the standardized race itself where it's the same thing all the time yeah
0: and we go on about that lauren sometimes you should come up and try that rx1
2: it sounds like a lot of fun i i would love to do it i i uh thought i had heard you mention one time that they were considering expanding out into the u.s i don't know if that's still like they're they're
0: still they want to expand and and they do it kind of like would do it almost like spartan used to do with like a franchisee thing so i think they would definitely do it um but yeah they're holding what like 16 races a year i think Mm -hmm. and
1: five locations three at each and then a
2: championship
0: yeah and I mean, and I think they're having prize money now for the pro division.
2: I think mm-hmm. it would be a very popular event here.
0: Oh, it's- it's, it's Especially so cool. if,
2: cause it like, if it changes all the time yeah. and if like the races yeah. could be as short as three miles, like there are tons of CrossFitters three, that can three run K. three miles, 3K, even shorter. Yeah. 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 Cause
1: the, the biggest, I think with High Rocks, the biggest thing that's a deterrent to people is it's 8K
0: running. I still think half rocks. Half rocks would bring CrossFitters out. Mm-hmm. It just would.
2: Just- I, I like the 8K of running, but I agree if they had done it, if they if they ever make like a half version, um, you they would see a lot of people coming I, I out from like the
0: gyms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that'd be to me, even like you could keep the weights and the reps the same, but just half the running distance would I think bring out a lot more people. And also be quicker to do. I right now I'm really down on the mixed doubles. That's something that I'm I'm upset about just because Dylan and Tara Tara wrecked it.
2: <laughs> You're upset that Tara wrecked it. Why are you upset about that?
0: Dylan and Tara wrecked mixed doubles for for High rocks because with How? their with their with their technique of of Dylan just do everything and Tara just keep up to him on the on the on the run. Like, but that's that's not doubles, <laughs> that's just Dylan doing high rocks and you running with them.
2: I mean, yes, yeah, but did she, she did rocks. do some stuff.
0: Yes, right? she did. She did. But And she even <laughs> said she doesn't like their technique, but it's the fastest way they can do it. But I'm just like, it's a real loophole in there. And then someone, did they not just, uh, Marcus Friesen just set the record um, in the UK with, and he used like a, he, he went with his partner, was like a, a 10k runner. And oh
2: lucas, lucas i think lucas, lucas. lucas yeah
0: yeah lucas strauss yeah
2: no i saw that, that they had gotten the new record
0: um, yeah and that's what they did right they, they just essentially he did everything and she did the 10k run with him right they did the 8k right
2: i didn't follow closely enough to know what their strategy was but um i would believe you <laughs>
0: yeah I, i'm pretty sure so i mean like it's kind of it's kind of broken that way i don't like that i wanted to see more
2: like you have to do a certain yeah. amount at every station, or
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know how to fix it now. Now, now that now you know, it's you know Pandora's box has been opened and it is what it is now. I still like. I feel like
2: that's an easier one to change. Like even yeah. though it's already been set.
0: I still like the men's doubles and the women's doubles. I think those are great, but just the mixed one seems to have, yeah. Which is funny because before that, I really thought that was the most interesting one, and now it's not.
2: Not when you can get a loophole through it.
0: Yeah. 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 That's why I actually like the, the DECA relay better.
2: That looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And a lot of strategy.
0: Yeah. And Definitely it, a
2: lot of strategy.
0: And that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think because you don't have to run at the same time, other than the first lap and the last lap, that changes everything. And yeah. I just, I think that one, I'm looking forward. I'm going to get, I'm going to be trying that one. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and, getting my old ass kicked. Cause that'll be the second race of the day. So
2: when are you planning on doing a DECA? Chicago.
0: Chicago. When is that? Uh, July 30th. Yeah. Yeah. July 30th. So it's coming quicker. Like it's, it's, it's not too far away. So it'll be good. I have, I have my relay partner um, from Florida of course, cause that only makes sense. And <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we, we have no strategy whatsoever yet. Uh, we will figure it out but but we're both I still. will
2: not be at that one
0: no no uh, you're being busy eh?
2: I'll probably be pretty busy yeah <laughs> I
0: was yeah. thinking that earlier where you said you m- might not be able to work out you know post-birth the good news is I think you will have things to do
2: I think I will too and um and I'm 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 gonna test like how much she's willing to let me do for sure be like so Am I allowed to put my treadmill on an incline and can I walk at 15% like am I allowed to do just like arms with the dumbbells? and at exactly how many days am I not allowed to be doing certain things for like I want to (laughs) know. What
0: were you saying something about
1: Again, it's so individual and so much of it is going to depend on the birth too and how that all goes and and the recovery. And and what
2: kind of birth that ends up being. And yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I've seen a huge range again with my clients too. So you just have to wait and see,
2: figure out what it is and then kind of make a plan from there. But Mm -hmm. uh, I know I'm going to get antsy. So I'm I'm hoping that the recovery is not too long. Uh, From what I understand, if I am compliant and like take it slower with the recovery, I should be able to then ramp up like at a a sooner time than if I push it too early, which I know is just hard pill to swallow.
0: (laughs) Well, I think two things about your incredible run at High Rocks. um your run should have been eligible for the doubles as well it only makes sense to me (laughs) and two you when you have your baby and and it and it grows up and is you know like a horrible child like they all are you have the best thing over you can do the ultimate mom thing where it's like you know oh mom i don't want to do my homework i don't want to clean my room i ran world championship high rocks with you eight months pregnant you can clean your room. It's like the ultimate <laughs> yeah. animal.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I had to do homework that day, as right. well. So <laughs> she can do her homework.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, that kid. It, it does not have a chance. Poor, poor,
2: poor, poor baby.
0: Anyway, <laughs> no, I
2: am. I am worried about the because I know girls are tough. Like I know what. It, like we we can have a lot of attitude. So. I'm a little, I am definitely a little bit worried in the years to come.
0: (laughs) You're going to do awesome. (laughs) Yeah. If I can, if I can raise a teenage girl, anybody can. (laughs) From
2: how you've talked about her, she sounds like she's a very lovely, polite girl.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you get lucky, (laughs) you know? When you neglect them enough, they get tough enough to figure things out on their own. (laughs) And then you just take credit for it.
2: All their accomplishments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's mostly my stuff. I I figure. This is (laughs) good. because I I once gave Rachel Vondrack marriage advice. So I can now start giving you great parenting advice.
2: (laughs) You can (laughs) give her parenting advice too.
0: I know. I know. We're very excited about that. And we, you know, we didn't discuss it as much because we weren't sure. About how much Rachel wanted talked about, but I mean now knowing, but um, she's well was amazing to get out there and do that. She didn't have quite the day you did. Um, she got a little, a little. Uh, I think she said she's a little overheated and, and thought it would be better to to pull out and stop. But um,
2: and I think she did get dizzy too, which like was very smart for her to stop because I mean I had like not a lot of things that my doctor told me that I need to stop for, and that was one of them. So. Um, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision, but it was definitely the best and smartest decision for her. Yeah.
0: Not knowing Rachel, they, you know, I'm sure it was, I'm sure Zach might've been trying to help her make that decision. Cause I, uh, knowing Rachel, she doesn't like to quit. She does not have that in her. That is not in her nature. So. I'm sure
2: he, I'm sure he was there to help because I, every time I pass Anthony, he'd be like, are you sure, you sure you're sure you good? Do you want to stop? <laughs> Are you okay? How are you feeling? I'm fine. <laughs> I had a water bottle hidden, um, like. Uh, Why did you have to hide it? <laughs> uh, just because I stopped like every single time before I went out for a run to go water, <laughs> um, uh, in, like right before the exit to like go back out on a run. So um, no, I took I took some time <laughs> to make sure make sure I hydrated before every one k.
0: well congratulations on the world record for pregnant women running high rocks um i think it's going to stand for a while
2: we don't i mean we don't know that And who we don't know we don't know if any of those girls there are pregnant and they just haven't said it
0: well (laughs) if you want to claim the record you have to say so beforehand right other it doesn't count you can't no
2: it still counts if any of them like come back and say like oh i was pregnant i counted for them.
0: Well, we gotta have like a limit here there's got to be at least a time because you can't be like two weeks pregnant that doesn't count it's got to be like at least you know second trimester
2: at least knowing about it i'll give them if you know if, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're aware
0: fine
1: the
2: first month i say after
0: after the first month because first
2: month. if you're if you're aware you're at least mentally like it it'll might affect you mentally um, in terms of, oh, am I doing too much? Am I pushing too hard? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not it affects you physically. Like, th- I mean, um, this is forever ago. Like, I didn't know I was pregnant when I was in Spartan Games. But, like, if I had known, I probably would have held back a whole lot more. So yeah. oh, it would affect me mentally. So I'd say if you know, it counts.
0: Uh, fine. Well, you know, it's if your if division. You can make the rules. <laughs> wow spartan games we could have a whole other conversation about that but we really uh, probably
2: couldn't to be honest
0: no uh, no, we're not gonna (laughs) (laughs) okay beth you got anything else for lauren
1: no that's great thanks so much lauren for coming on and chatting with us again and all the best now with the remainder of your pregnancy and really excited um to speak to you then after the birth thank
2: you i appreciate that
0: yeah yeah and um Sadly it won't be a boy otherwise Dave would have been a good name. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> Do they have any
0: female Daves? It could be Davida. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not so sure about that one. It reminds me of like too close to like Cruella de Vil.
0: That was a great pretty... oh.
2: <clears throat> That's what it reminds me of. It
1: does sound like an evil villain. Yeah. Oh, so that.